If you love to travel, you love cool experiences, I think you're going to love Viator. If you haven't heard, Viator is the world's leading travel experience marketplace. They've got everything from simple tours to extreme adventures, all the cool and interesting stuff in between as well. Well, this year, my wife and kids are making one of my bucket list trips come true. We're going to Sun Valley. So we're going to fly to Sun Valley, and I tell you, the thought of bringing skis, poles, boots, snowboards, everything overwhelming. But that's where Viator came in. They made this incredibly easy. I just opened the Viator app, searched Sun Valley, and boom, Viator arranges a first-class experience, custom ski, snowboard, and boot fittings and tickets delivered right to the condo. It's pretty amazing. Experiences are what we love most about travel. They create these long-lasting moments and make memories that will last a lifetime. Just download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking. One app, over 300,000 experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. This is Emmanuel Gomez with LRMOnline.com. I am here at StocktonCon 2016 sitting next to Liam Sharp. How are you doing? I'm very good. Very glad to be here. It's, uh, it's been a lovely response so far. Finally found a little, little uh, window of peace in the middle of it also it's good nice so we know that you are part of that dynamic team on wonder woman that features greg rucka as the writer uh doing the two stories and you are splitting the work with nicola scott how is working with that team well we we're just having the best time we've all become really tight friends uh we did a signing in berkeley together last weekend i hadn't met nicola before san diego um and we're just like old lost brother and sister really oh, nice. <laughs> we just really hit it off she's delightful she's very amazonian and she's such an amazing talent um and greg and i are just like again i think we're i don't know if you've seen pictures of us both but we, we look very similar i got mistaken at WonderCon um for greg twice <laughs> <laughs> wow. that was before anyone even knew we were working together so i think we might actually be related uh, <laughs> okay but uh, no, we, we, we get on really well. We talk every, every two or three days. Um, it's a really collaborative process. Uh, and I'm just having the best time. I couldn't be happier. Now, we know that the arc you're working on is called True Lies, focusing on... on um, well, the Lies. The Lies, I apologize. Yeah, uh, the Lies and uh, focusing on Wonder Woman trying to recapture who she is, her origins. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about what's to come? Well, the thing with um, the lies is that, well, all of the rebirth thing really is. It's not, um, it's not a reboot. It's a consolidation. So the whole point of it is to make sense of all the history of Wonder Woman, and she has to. Uh, sorry. No. Uh, now, we know the arc that you're specifically working on, uh, titled The Lies, with Greg Rucka. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, all of the rebirth stuff is a consolidation. It's not a reboot. It's not a fresh start. It's taking all the history and making sense of it. So, what we realize is there's been lots of different versions of Wonder Woman over the years. Greg's uh, endeavoring to make sense of that and explain why there's been so many versions. Uh, and that's really about what she's trying to come to terms with when she went to uh, Olympus in the, in the very first Rebirth Wonder Woman. You know, it sort of fell apart and revealed itself as not being a real Olympus. Um, so she's trying to figure out if she's actually been back to Themyscira, which version is real. You know, it's like, it's all very odd. And she's like, 
okay, I can't get home now. This is everything's changed. Something, some event happened, uh, and I need to uh, figure out how to get home. Um, so you know, it's, a lot of it's about her questioning reality, trying to figure out what is true and what isn't, uh, and that's the that's the journey we're on. But it's also kind of a bit of an old school adventure story too, which has been a lot of fun. Now, now your part in the book is uh, you're the artist and you have a very beautiful and unique style. Uh, what is your approach when, uh, when dealing with uh, a, such a character like Wonder Woman? I keep saying that old school is the new new school. You know, <laughs> my, uh, my approach is very heavily based on uh, art heroes of mine from the, from the 70s and even before, you know. Um, I, I love very heavily rendered stuff by people like uh, Alfredo Alcala over John Buscema. Um, Frank Rosetta's an influence. Uh, just so many people, Al Williamson. Um, there's even a bit of Bill Sienkiewicz in the more, we call it a rage cam when Cheetah gets kind of crazy and angry um, and it gets all scratchy. Um, so I'm, I'm using a lot of techniques to tell the story, um, but I'm trying to keep it very clear so that it's you know, it's it's. We want it to be not a problem for people to jump in and figure out what's going on because it is kind of a complicated thing to do to try and consolidate all that history into a, into a, a single story. Uh, so I'm just having the best time. I I guess I draw for black and white primarily, um, and I I just have the best partner in Laura Martin who's coloring me. She's just amazing. She seems to uh, intuitively understand what I'm trying to do and what kind of art style I, I do but she, she does more than that she does like a, it's like a colour code if you look through the issues you, know, you can see that there's a almost a mood map to the whole book and she, yes. each section you know, she, she adds a, a kind of theme to she's just amazing I'm the, I'm the luckiest happiest person at the moment yeah well b- between you three and your, co- and your colorist uh, you guys probably have one of the best teams right now in the DC Rebirth line. Yes, nice of you to say, thank you. Without a doubt. I mean, some of those some of those pages don't even need words. Not not to say that Greg Rucka's writing isn't amazing, but just with uh, your renderings, the colors, Nicola's uh, renderings as well, uh, sometimes the story seems to tell itself, and that's beautiful. Well, Greg's been really generous with that. I mean, he he's almost writing a, a hybrid-type script where he'll... You won't even break down the pages now. We have a very sort of tight understanding, um, and it's almost, you know, I hesitate to say it, but almost a Marvel approach where he'll say, okay, from page one through six, this has to happen, and he'll give me the dialogue, but it's all suggestive. He's, he's extremely generous to work with like that. Um, and, and he's also been kind enough to say exactly what you just said, that he feels like I get uh, the emotional beats. Honestly, I feel when I look at Nicola's stuff um, that she's a master of storytelling. She's so good at the acting because she's been an actor herself. Uh, I feel like I'm, you know, learning from her on the uh, the emotional beats and the acting. But um, but Greg seems to really love what both of us are doing from that point of view. So he definitely gives me room to tell the story. And yeah, and, and, and there, were, there are whole pages where he doesn't put words. Just, you know, it's, uh, it's a lot of faith in me, uh, so I, I do my best not to let him down. Well, it's worked out so far. Anything we should know about any of the upcoming issues? 
<laughs> um, what can I tell you? Well, I mean, there's a lot embedded in there. You'll start to see themes that start to make sense as things move on. Um, I don't want to say too much because it, it's definitely all being well and if we pull it off you're going to get further and further into the story and go be able to go back to the early issues and see how we were hinting at things to come um, it's, she's got a long way down before things can go back up um, but again I don't want to say too much, I love that Steve Trevor's getting this fantastic sort of warm response from the fans we, we were really keen that we wanted people to love him. I mean, he he managed to get together with Wonder Woman, right? He's yes. got to be pretty awesome. Right? Oh, yeah. So our view is like, okay, how do we show that Steve is really an awesome guy? Uh, and, you know, it's like if they were going to do an arm wrestle, she would never let him win, and he wouldn't <laughs> want her to. And he's, he's completely cool with that. She can fly, and she's a goddess. <laughs> it's yes. Like, and she loves him. He's fine with that. He would just be, you know, he's, he, he's a secure enough in his, his personality and his masculinity that he doesn't need her to kowtow at any point um, so you know this is all cool and the, the next issue that he gets some great lines oh great yeah okay well uh, any other upcoming projects we should know about no I, I'm going to be on Wonder Woman as long as they'll have me it, it, I never realised how perfect this book was going to be for me until I started thinking about it I've always been a big Conan fan and I, I'd always wanted to do that um, and I got an opportunity just before Wonder Woman to do Conan and I had to make a choice so my dream project 30 years was Conan but Wonder Woman came up and I actually didn't have to think about it for long um, I, I thought about what I would have brought to Conan and it's like lots of detail um, I, I like the world building I wanted mythological aspects um, all of those things are in Wonder Woman anyway, but Wonder Woman also has like science fiction and present superhero type stuff, uh, and it just seemed like actually there's much more of a challenge to do Wonder Woman. It felt like there actually was room for me to do a take that we perhaps haven't seen before. I feel like I'm doing something. I, I didn't sort of plan it, but it feels like we're actually doing something really unique on the board, um, and that's exciting, you know. When you when you when you get into it and you're like about an issue or two down, and you go, "Oh my God, this is actually like I've never I've never seen this before." You know, this this feels exciting. Um, and, and and from the fan reaction I've been getting and the incredible kind of goodwill and support, and it seems to be an actually a growing audience rather than a you know a, 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 rather than a di diminishing audience. Um, I think people are digging it, so... That, that is without a doubt. I know I dig it. I know my friends dig it. And uh, we have nothing but positive things to say about thank it. Thank you. Week in and week out, it's, it's our top book. That's awesome. So uh, thank you for your time. I really my appreciate pleasure. it. All right. This is Emmanuel Gomez with LRM Online, and I am here with Alan Pasalacqua, current colorist for... Um, Batgirl, Birds of Prey, and Archer and Armstrong from Valiant. Hey, how you doing? Good. How's the show treating you so far? It's good. It's, it's a great show. Yeah, yeah, lots of people. Um, let's talk about first uh, the, the new book, Batgirl, Birds of Prey. Okay. Um, how's, how's that going for you? 
Uh, I'm really happy to be part of it. I think the art's beautiful, and then the Benson sisters have been doing really good stuff writing. Yeah, definitely. Um, it, it's a nice, it's, an, it's a good book to have out with, uh, you know, female leads, bringing Batgirl back after what they did in the New 52, <laughs> and uh, also a little bit weird with having the, the current title in, in uh, Japan and having this one back home. Yeah, I, I think she, you know, well, it's a good way to incorporate the, like, the rest of the characters, like the Huntress and Black Canary, into that Bat universe. I mean, that Bat universe can be so big anyway. I think it works. Um, I know I haven't read as much of the Rebirth, just single issue Batgirl stuff, or the single character Batgirl stuff, as I should, but I like to. But I, I mean, I, what I've read and what I've worked on it seems to fit really well. Yeah, it's a great team to be a part of. Can you uh, tell me a little bit about your process? Uh, well, I, I've been coloring for like 12, 15 years. It's been, been a long time. Um, basically, I get the, the black and white art uh, in some sort of digital form. And what I do is I, I get as much as I can, and I actually uh, flat it, which is basically taking it and breaking it up into constituent like parts. Like you basically take the line art, and then you draw like the skin and the eyes and the hair as separate like selectable shapes and then once that's done I read the script and I re-flat it I put the right base colors I want to use um, for instance if, like, if it's they're in like an evil lair I wanna, and I want to do a certain color scheme I'll kind of keep put that in those flat colors or if it's daytime or nighttime and I go through and I set that whole book up it's called reflatting, and then I start rendering the whole thing so I, I like try to start it at page one and just do all the three-dimensional shapes so like adding you know uh, highlights and, and shadows to like arms and, and then uh, area effects for like if it's outside if there's a moonlight or uh, if there's you know other like things that like light effects in some way so that's pretty much what I do start at one and then end at whatever number page it ends what uh how long does a book av by an average take you I like to color around three pages a day. Um, I've colored a lot more than that uh, in a day, but I, I, I'd like to do about average that, three to four pages. Um, just, you know, every book and every page is, is a lot different. So, you know, like and then some of these Archer and Armstrong pages that Mike Norton just drew, man, I feel like there was 100 <laughs> characters on the page. Yes. And uh, those those take me a little longer than, say, like a splash page with, with you know, four characters. Yeah, uh, speaking about Archer and Armstrong, you're uh, teaming up again with Mike Norin after uh, the conclusion of Battle Pug for now. Uh, what is uh, what's the future of Battle Pug? Um, it is to be announced. Uh, we, you know, like, we both love Battle Pug. I think we both miss working on it. Like, I... It's something I did every week for five years. Wow. Five plus years. And, you know, it was just part of my life. And, uh, it, you know, we, we got a lot of positive, uh, you know, feedback from it. I mean, we won an Eisner and a couple Hardys. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, we, and it's something I think should be out and available with new content all the time. Um, probably not going to be web-based this time. It's probably going to be more print-based. But we, uh, the number five hardback is going to be out... Uh, I think in October or November. So our last collected edition that's reprinted by Dark Horse. Great. We'll look out for that. Please do. And uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, the dynamic duo from Valiant, Archer and Armstrong. How do you like working on that book? 
I, I'm a big fan of Valiant. Uh, I, it's funny, this is like my first time I've really got to do continuous books in a row. Um, but I think I, I lucked out because Mike was drawing it. Um, and I, you know, like I got to do a bunch of Quantum Woody stuff, which is a fun book, right? Yes. <laughs> and Archer Armstrong is it has a lot of that, those elements, but then also has a little like more tie into the the, the larger Valiant universe. So um, yeah, it's just a great, it's a fun book to be part of, you know. And I was a big fan of the original Valiant stuff, so it's it's always great to work on these characters that I was a big fan of, you know, like when I was in high school and I was buying books. Yeah, definitely. Archer and Armstrong, you never know where they're going to take you in. No. Like no. The, and throw in the Time Walker or... or nin- I, I don't think I've seen much Ninjak stuff with them. That would be kind of interesting. He would hate them. I would, I would honestly want to see them go have some sort of feud with uh, Quantum and Woody. Yeah, Just well, they did, that, they did that book called... It was not Renegades. Uh, there was a book where they were all part of it. I can't remember. I think David Barron colored it. I'll have to uh, ask him. <laughs> yeah, I, I need to look, but... Uh, yeah, they were, it, it, it was, because I, I colored this map, and it was like a map of the United States, but it was tattooed on the back of a hobo's butt, and then they, like, <laughs> they somehow the skin from the hobo was, like, taken off, and it was used as the map. Oh, you know what? I, I remember that. Yeah, what is that book? Anyways, I color, I, I, I had to draw that map and, like, color that a bunch of times. <laughs> so, oh, man, I can't remember, I can't remember what it's called, but yeah, it, like, they fit, it's, it, they fit together. So I think James almost, almost, I can never pronounce his name. Uh, I can't pronounce anybody's name, which is terrible. because No, I had that same problem. Yeah, but he was writing that. It's like funny stuff. Well, it's, it's great to see you in Valiant because, I mean, through Dinesh, David Barron, as you mentioned, yeah. uh, Fred Valente, everyone out there, that group of guys, they're just a great group of guys. They are, and they're super supportive. Uh, I'm working with a lot with uh, Danny, is my editor right now. Okay. Uh, and, uh, you know, I... Everybody I work with there is awesome. Yes. And uh, whenever I see them in person, they're really supportive, and they're always like, "What can we do? I mean, to like help you know you and your creative process?" Or um, you know, I've, I actually like sat uh, on panels, like Valiant panels, you know, and just to, just to make sure like people knew like how much I really enjoyed working with them. So great company. Great. Any future projects we should know about? Uh, nothing to announce right now. I'm actually pretty crazy busy with Archer Armstrong and uh, Batgirl Birds of Prey. Yes, so I'm doing those. Be. Yeah, and I'm doing those two books every month, and um, I'm doing stuff with uh, Ethan Beaver, uh, that guy over there. Mm-hmm. Not, not that they can see that on the podcast, but um, that's more like Simon and Schuster, like kids books, golden, yes. golden uh-huh. books. Um, so, but no, I don't. I don't have any big big things coming up. Who knows though. Things change day to day. Any uh, last question? Any other character you want to color? Oh man, it's funny. Uh, I've colored just about everybody in the DC universe. Okay. And probably everybody in the Valiant universe, because uh, I, I do a lot of the uh, recol- like recoloring of the collected edition covers. Okay. So like I got to redo the uh, recolor the Superman Muhammad Ali cover. Wow. And like I, I've got to color Ditko and Kirby and a bunch of like uh, I did like I recolored all the Swamp Thing collection covers so like I've colored all like the the greats in in terms you know like those classic greats Um, but I think character wise um, yeah I'd like to do some like Marvel stuff I've done very little Marvel things Uh, I've done some Spider-Man stuff and some other like Western stuff from Marvel but that's about it 
Great. So that's it. All right. Well, Alan, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you. It's nice talking to you. Nice talking to you. All right, Manuel. Have a good day. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.